And it's this cat, and and I I wasn't even listening to it to be quite honest. It had the words showing up. So and it was basically saying that um, I guess they lost somebody in their family, and he got a knock at the door, and it was Dougie Fresh, the rapper, um, which apparently was his boy, and he was like, "What are you doing here?" And and Dougie Fresh was like, "When you get news like that, you don't call, you show up." And his point was when when people are grieving and you show up, they never forget that. And oh my goodness, man. I mean, it just gave me the biggest lump in my throat. Um, it just that hit home, man. It just gave me so many memories of my family that, that showed up and showed out for my mom's. And, and and another thing that stood out was her church. And I was never a big church goer. And this is one of the bigger regrets in my life um, concerning my mom's. She would always try to get me to go to church, and I would never go. You know, I didn't I didn't want to go, and and I I was selfish because it was not my thing. I I, I refused to go support her for her thing. And. When she passed away, her pastor, who I don't recall ever speaking to prior to then, uh, reached out and and offered his assistance. Um, he put us in touch with a, a great funeral home who handled everything. My mother, her her wishes was to be transported to Tennessee. Uh, my stepfather's family has a plot there. She wants to be there with her husband throughout eternity. Um, oh my God! We used to argue over that. I won't say argue, but I hated that. I thought it was selfish on her part because I knew it would deny me the opportunity to visit and talk to her. And I've yet to 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 visit the gravesite because if you know, you listen to the show. You know, there's a lot of things health wise going on with me that prevented me from going to to see her get buried, which is something to be quite honest that my mother and I hated doing. I don't think that my mother and I ever went to see someone actually get buried. We would always go to the funeral, but my mother never – she just hated it. She didn't want to see anybody get put in the ground, um, and I've, I've kind of adopted that philosophy from her. But uh, my point was is that her church, you know, outside of her pastor just being a really, really comforting presence – and and holding her funeral in the church, they didn't charge us one cent. Um, they opened up their church home to us. They cooked the food. They made burying my mother all about our ability to grieve, and we didn't have to really worry about much. I didn't have to call a. The, the 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 cemetery down in Tennessee. I didn't have to do that. The funeral home handled that guy handled everything. Um, I, again, I didn't have to cook. I didn't have to arrange really much. And then what they did was because this was 2020. This was like the 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 height of COVID. They did a drive by, like procession, in front of the house. And it was so many things going on, and this is another regret of mine because I didn't tell my brother about that. 
and and I, I and I truly like that just really hurt my heart. I didn't realize I didn't tell him until he brought it up afterward, which he should have. And it was just it was a huge. Uh, it, I didn't intentionally forget. I just didn't. I just it was hard thinking at that time. Um, so I, I've apologized to my brother profusely, um, and I will forever apologize for taking that moment because it was a beautiful sight to see. I cried. You know, to see so many people show up and show respect to my mother and then to listen to the pastor tell stories of how my mother was viewed at her church home and how my mother conducted herself at her church home was not surprising, but it was surprising. I think we'd all like to think that that our parents are wonderful people because they're wonderful people to us. That's not always the case. Professionally, they may be an asshole. Uh, out in the real world to other people, they may actually be an asshole. My mother was so beloved in her church home, just inspiring for me to be a better person. You know, um, damn. And so the closer that, that the anniversary day gets, the more I think about her. And, and and there has not been one day since she passed that I have not thought about my mother. Not one day. Like my mother was a was was my best friend. Like we talked about so much, we argued about so much. You know, um and there were very few times where I was just angry at my mother or vice versa that I was aware of. Not to say there weren't. There was a couple of times. But it didn't last. Like I just couldn't I couldn't fathom going too long without talking to my mama. You know? Um, and she was just a, a powerful, powerful individual. I've seen my mother scare grown men off, protecting one of her siblings. I've seen my mother get in a teacher's ass so bad they never even remotely came close to <laughs> to being disrespectful towards myself. I've seen my mother cry. Because I gave her some perfume. Like I remember the first time I gave her uh, Paloma Picasso. Like that was that was her thing, you know. A- after that, like that was her perfume. Like and she just cried, you know. I gave her a a ring once. Just cried. But the pro, you know, the the biggest thing I gave my mother, the, the, what made me the most proud to give her was I uh, a couple of things. I did a song for her that I, I can't find, and to be quite honest, I don't know if I want to listen to that song because I remember crying in the studio making that song. It was that deep for me. Um, and to see the pride on, on, on her face because my mother, oh, my goodness, like I was the best rapper alive, you ask my mother, the best rapper in history. Like my mama was riding for me. And that was like a that was that was that was my way to express myself. 
it always has been with stewards. And to be able to, to, to use that vehicle to make a really dope song for my mom. And it was not a perfect song by any stretch. Sonically, it, it was not. It was all over the place. Um, but emotionally, it was a perfect song. Uh, I remember one time I wrote a poem for her. And actually, it's still hanging up on the wall in their living room. And my auntie's neighbor at the time was a, a, a arts and craftsy type of uh, woman. And so I, I had her write this poem down on a canvas. And not only did she write it down, she did it in nice calligraphy. Um, she put like some some fake flowers on there. I mean, she really, really, really made it look beautiful. And man, my mother was so proud of that. I was so proud to be able to give that to my mother. It's one of the best moments in my life, to be quite honest. Man, losing a parent, man, is not easy. And and I lost my pops, you know, a couple of months after that. And I was absolutely a mama's boy, you know, like, uh, man, I absolutely was. But I remember after she passed, my pops and, and his wife showed up. And my pops was not doing good. I'd never seen him like this. This was the first time I saw him weak. And not mentally, but physically. And and I didn't even, I was scared for him to even walk. And my dad didn't come visit me all that much over my lifetime, to be quite honest. But he made it a point to show up after my mom's passed. Because he knew what my mom meant to me. And that one visit, man, I, I just can't really put into words how much that meant to me. And in my whole life, I, I never remember him buying me a meal, like taking me out to eat or anything like that. And I'm not saying that he was a bad guy. No, I love my dad. Like, he was a good guy. Um, you know, uh, really loved me and my brother. You know, um, it just wasn't his thing. But he came down and he bought us dinner. And, you know, I didn't want to go anywhere because cause his wife at the time, um, she since passed away too. She passed a couple of months after he did. Um. She had dementia, and you know that was tough on him on on both of them um but man, so we just went he bought us some carry out uh, and we sat down and we ate, and that was one of the most powerful meals I've had, and we didn't you know it wasn't the the biggest conversation. It wasn't the most, you know, we just talked. He listened. He went home. 
That was the last time I saw him alive. And I remember... Damn, I want to say... I don't know if it was my brother that called me. I think it was. But I remember talking to his wife. And I remember uh, going up there. And... Again, she had dementia. And it, and and she she had the dementia where she was able to hold a conversation with you the first time, and you had no clue. But after that first minute or so, she went back to that same conversation, and she just kept asking me, "Oh, you know, is David gone? What happened to David? Is he coming back? Did he die?" Did David die? And I, 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 I just, I couldn't. It was so heartbreaking to have to tell her over and over and over, her husband died. And I didn't know how much she loved him until that day. I've had conversations with her. Don't get me wrong. She was a very wonderful woman, very nice, a, a prayerful woman. She called me sometimes out the blue. Hey, I'm praying for you. But we never really talked about their relationship. It wasn't really my business. I knew that she was different. She was. She was. She got him probably more than. Anybody that I, I I can remember, and I think he got her too. And man, like, but she was like, "Oh, he was the best person I've ever met. He was so smart. I love him. Oh, what am I gonna do without him?" It was just. Listening to her made. You know, if you don't have somebody really strong in your life, it's the kind of conversation that you get jealous of. And not in a jealous, oh, I hate you, but in a jealous, oh, my God, I want that type of love in my life. I want somebody to love like that. And I've been lucky. I've been lucky. I found somebody to love like that. But I remember thinking, Wow. She really loved him. And I don't want you to I don't want it to come off like I didn't feel like he deserved love. We all deserve love. But more specifically, he had he deserved love because he had been through he'd been through a lot in life. Way more than the average person. And he absolutely deserved to be loved. If the unfortunate part was that she got dementia. And that he was only able to truly get a short amount of that love. You know, um, I will say, though, man, like her family wasn't shit. Like, I'm going to just keep it a buck. Did not like interacting with them. You know, we didn't want nothing from this woman, even though, you know, like my pops literally was the only one taking care of her. Um, when she needed to be taken care of, um, they didn't do shit, but show up after she passed away and take try to take everything. And all we wanted was my father's shit. He had a little room full of stuff. He he painted, 
you know, and that was a big, you know, we wanted his 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 uh his paintings, and initially they had a problem with that, and that was really about to be an issue. Like like we could have taken it a uh, 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 way further than we did legally, let alone any, any anywhere else. They end up changing their mind and say, hey, you know, you know, like I guess they were concerned because we went down to the house to get his shit. Like they, we're not asking you, this is his shit. You know, but we didn't touch any of her stuff. I wouldn't allow that, and and my brother didn't want to. Like one thing, we we we, we she was good people. And the last thing we wanted to do was come running through her house and taking shit while she, you know, like that's that's just not how we were wired. It's not how we were raised. But yeah, man. Um. I, and I'll say her. I think it was her sister. Her sister was pleasant to deal with. Um, I mean, they weren't like overt. It was more passive aggressive, and it was more like like her son to be keep it the buck. Did not enjoy having to deal with that cat. Um, again, he wasn't like a. You know, we didn't get into a screaming match or anything like that. But the mere fact, I guess I just feel some type of way that you even remotely considered trying to keep our father's paintings, which meant the world. Like, I literally have one right behind me, you know. So anyway, um, unfortunately, uh, Francis M. Nakunje not able to make it today. I do apologize for that, but in a in a weird sort of way, um I won't say in a weird sort of way. This is what God intended. He knew I needed to to get some things off my chest and this has become my vehicle. You know, I'm not making a song anymore. But I can make a podcast. And I can talk about some things that 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 mean something to me because somebody out there on the planet will get it, and it'll mean something to them. And if you are that person, God bless you. It doesn't get perfect, but it does get better. On that note, man, um, I hope I've made your day a little bit better. And I'm out. Peace. <laughs>